Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, begin to taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other you motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. Trey Frazier, I got the homie Maestro Styles here with me. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, people. Shout out to all of our Facebook Live viewers. Make sure y'all click the like button on the Facebook page. Also, you can check us out on our social media on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also, check us out on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And you can also check us out on our YouTube channel at... Um, Actually, not add anything. Just subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Maestro, man, another week, man. Was was good, man. How we feeling this week? Um, great, man. Great, man. I'm glad we had the end of the week. Um, and you know, let's get let's get to the shits, man. Yeah, let's let's get to it, man. Um, how you doing? I'm sorry. I never. I realized I know. I never asked in return. How you doing? Uh, um, I'm. I'm Got a lot to celebrate, bro. I mean, I won't, yeah. you know, mention it right here, but you know, you and I talked a little bit before we got on, so I'm pretty happy about you know what's been transpiring in my life and everything. So, um, all's great, man. I'm ready to kind of get into this uh, this week's uh, sports as well. Um, what what do you want to start with, man? I'll, I'll, I'll well, I I I get. I don't know if I should cover the important stuff for the. Uh, or the non-important stuff first, but I'd tell you what's on my mind. Um, so, Patrick Mahomes, you know, the Chiefs played the Washington football team over the weekend. Um, yeah. They were honoring uh, Sean Taylor and putting him in the ring of honor, retiring his number, his jersey number, all those things. And for some strange reason... A TikTok video, or I think it was TikTok, Instagram, whatever it was, surfaced of Patrick Mahomes' brother, Jackson Mahomes, mm-hmm. dancing on the memorial of Sean Taylor. And, uh, you know, I, I, I find it, you know, he apologized and, you know, that I didn't mean to do it. It wasn't that, you know, it wasn't meant to be disrespected, those types of things. But what, for the life of me, I can't imagine how. Um, you would accidentally find your way to that memorial and find you dancing on it, and then even after all that, not understand the levity of what you're doing and what it looks like. I, I for for the life of me, I can't fathom why, how that happened, and um, you know, 
I don't, I don't, I don't mean to make a big. Fuss. I'm not gonna make a big fuss about it, but at the same time, just like dog, what do you like? It's, it's just so distasteful. It's it, even if it was an accident, the fact that you didn't have the uh, common sense to be aware of your surroundings, um, all because you want to do a fucking TikTok video, I, I, I didn't like it. So I agree with you 100 percent that Jackson Mahomes should have been aware of. The situation at hand um like you said he apologized for it he you know he, he spoke about it and said hey i didn't mean to do it whatever okay cool that's fine you you know you sort of made amends for what you did there um maestro i ain't gonna front man i don't want to be one of these fans that just kind of falls for the okie doke here, and what I'm referring to is, is that there's been so much talk about what Jackson Mahomes did on the memorial of Sean Taylor, and it seems like this story, and again, rightfully so, you know, he needed to apologize for what he did for being unaware, but I feel like this overshadows how the Washington football team in the first place decided to schedule this event in the manner in which it did, because that was, that, that was sort of a talking point um, leading up to the game on Sunday. So there were fans that weren't aware that the football team was going to do this. And I'm Have sure that fans would have wanted to, you know, go to the game, you know, pay their respects, um, you know, things like that. But the fact that they just kind of came up with this, you know, a week or a week and a half in advance and not giving fans time to really grasp the idea of, hey, maybe I should go to a game. Um, I, I, I think that's kind of a low blow on the franchise's part, especially after last week we just talked about how this franchise has been embroiled in this investigation with emails, which led to the firing, which led to the rightful firing of John Gruden for racist comments. But people still want to see names come out of this investigation. And, and I think that the whole Sean Taylor thing, and I saw your tweet on this earlier in the week, that, hey, have, has this franchise done this before, you know, for, you know, its alumni? And I thought about it, you know, after we kind of briefly discussed it on Twitter, and I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? I don't believe they've ever really, like paid their respect to anybody, you know, dead or alive. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I know Daryl Green is probably the, the if not the um, all-time franchise face of that team. Um, so I know years ago, well, they definitely, you know, paid some respect to him in some manner. Um, but I, I kind of feel like they just kind of put this thing together because they didn't want us talking about these emails and this investigation. So it's like, oh, let's celebrate Sean Taylor. And a, a lot of fans, from what I've seen on social media, they, they were not happy with how all this kind of, you know, went down. Like, Sean Taylor, or, you know, did he deserve better. I, 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 I'll say that. I, I think he deserved better. Um, I think his family deserved better as well in regard to how they, you know, put this thing together. I just don't want that 
to go unnoticed in light of what Jackson Mahomes did? Um, so I'll give I, I said what I said last week about, you know, when it was announced that he was going to be honored at the uh, game this past Sunday. Yeah. Um, but I but I will say this, um, that, you know, this past Sunday also um, and ahead of the Steelers Seattle game, I mm-hmm. did notice that they uh, did a little something for alumni at that game. Mm-hmm. Paul so, Malo was there. Uh, Cower yeah. was in the building. Um, I'm trying to think of some other names, but go ahead. Alumni was there is my point. So I'm saying that to say mm-hmm. that maybe, I don't know if you noticed at any other games uh, last week, maybe this was a league-wide thing that just didn't get a whole bunch of publicity or whatever. Um Mm-hmm. I, I I mean I do find it coincidental that two teams did it, but I but I also would admit that I didn't watch the mm-hmm. beginning of any other games to see or you know if you know that type that type of thing. I, I'm wondering. My point is, is I'm wondering was this a league wide ceremony and mm-hmm. not just a Washington football team and a Pittsburgh thing? I know for certainly, like I said, I know for certain they did it for those two teams. If it was a league wide thing, then I kind of got to back off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still it, it, because it's not distaste. It's distasteful, um, but it's not distasteful because the football team staff planned it to be distasteful. It's distasteful just because of what happened to be going on in news. Yeah, uh, you know. And so, if that be the case, then you know I kind of back up off of it. It was still distasteful, but what were they supposed to do in that situation? Like they had planned to do this in the off season if there was a, if this was a league wide thing. Was so, that confirmed? Uh, did they confirm it's that? It's not confirmed. It's not confirmed. I didn't even. Okay. I just said only reason I'm questioning the uh, the motives of it now, or or you know maybe backtracking about what their motives were, is because Pittsburgh did the same thing. Yeah. So I don't. Well, the know Ravens if any definitely didn't did. do it. The Ravens definitely okay. didn't honor nobody. Um, and I'm just trying to think of some of the games that I watched. Um, what was the What was the Monday night game? Uh, Bills and Titans. I didn't even catch the beginning of that game, so I'm not sure if the Titans even um, acknowledged anybody. Otherwise, I might have I might have seen it on social media someplace. Um, you know, I I follow most of these teams' Twitter accounts, and if they were going to acknowledge somebody, I'm sure that they would tweet out at some point during the week prior to the True. game that this is who they're going to acknowledge. So it could True. be just that Pittsburgh had this plan to celebrate their alumni and the football team kind of did the same thing. It was just, I think because of what was going on that people think that, Oh, they're just trying to quiet the noise. So let's just right. use Sean Taylor. Um, let's just call this Sean Taylor weekend at the game to acknowledge him just to take the heat off of us. Uh, my point is, is that if this was something that was planned before all of the news hit, that this wasn't, they didn't do that. Th- this wasn't to take our minds off of the situation. This was planned before the situation happened. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I, I this wasn't like something that was thrown together. If an, In my mind, if another team was doing it, I don't mm-hmm. think they just did this, like, oh, shit, we in some trouble. Let's pull the Sean Taylor card out and see if we can get their minds off. Of mm-hmm. what the bullshit we doing inside right. of our staff wouldn't surprise me though with that team it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, they don't like I said. It, 
that seems more than a coincidence that both teams did it. And, and like I said, if it's just them two teams, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if later on this season another two teams are going to do it or another four teams. You know what I'm saying? Like, if well, this is something that's go ahead. I'm sorry. If that if that's something that's happening, mm-hmm. then this was something that was planned before. They just didn't make any announcements until closer to the game. Well, I'll say this just to kind of put a bow on the conversation. So the Ravens acknowledged Haloti Nada a couple of weeks ago at the, I think it was the Colts game last Monday night. Okay, yeah, okay. So so I think throughout the league, I think at some point throughout the season, I think every team has a moment where they're going to acknowledge their alumni. Like I think the Bengals finally decided to do a, a ring of honor, which – I had no idea that they didn't have a ring of honor to begin with, but the Bengals maybe two, three weeks ago decided they were going to bring out Anthony Munoz, uh, Boomer Sison, and, uh, you know, a few other um, former Bengals out at halftime to acknowledge, you know, the players in their history. So right. I think, I think at some point, I think every team schedules these things, and there's only eight to nine home games per team. So, I mean, there's not a lot of pickings. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they got to pick one out of eight or nine weeks to do this thing. And if it just so happens right. that two or three or five different teams pick the same weekend to acknowledge that, then so be it. But I wouldn't necessarily call it a, a coincidence that all these teams get together and say, hey, let's just pick this weekend to acknowledge our past um, our past players. Like, I don't think okay. that really happens. So do you think that this was a plot, you know, like I was insinuating, do you think that this was a plot to get our minds off of the situation or do you think this was a planned thing before it even happened? I think this was a plot. Really? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, okay. I, 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 I think it's a plot. I mean, I, I follow a bunch of Redskins fans and they confirmed they had no idea. Like, they knew, like, a week in advance that they were going to do The same this. time everybody found out. The same, the same time, time everybody, everybody found out. out. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I knew about Haloti Nada's thing right before the season started. I'll, 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 I'll leave it at that. Okay. Okay. So, and I don't, okay. know, I don't know how Pittsburgh does their thing. I don't know if they announced it, you know, week before. Well, two I didn't know. I didn't know. Season. And I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know till the game, but I wasn't looking for it. I don't look for that kind of stuff either. So, sure, of course, nobody does. Yeah. No, nobody does. But the Haloti thing just happened to pop up on my timeline, so that's kind of how I knew about it. You know, right before the season started. So, uh, can we talk about uh, Deshaun Watson? Um, his name is. Bought I guess up that the is news. the big news. I guess that's the big news. Is so right now. Yep. Yep. Uh, Deshaun Watson, and you know. It's been rumored forever that uh, the Miami Dolphins were in on a trade to get him, you know, over to Miami. And now there's been more rumblings and then there's been people confirming, talking to sources, saying that expect the deal to be done in the next six, seven days, basically, you know, going into next week. Um, So my my, my thoughts about this and I and I want to talk about the Dolphins for a second, too. But strictly Deshaun Watson here in in this possible trade, because I've always said that they've had the assets to pull this off of the teams that 
were in contention for him, maybe probably including the Jets, but we know what direction the Jets went. So is this a because for for me, if if you trade for Deshaun Watson, the Dolphins get better. That that's just kind of how I um look at the situation, despite the fact that we don't know how much physical shape he's in. We don't know mentality-wise where he's at in terms of football because of the cases against him. Um, for me, the Dolphins are extremely better when Deshaun Watson is under center for them. Um, I don't like necessarily what they're doing to Tua. I, I, I don't like the – not that what they're doing to him. I don't like the – the conversations, the narrative about, well, we're not seeing enough for Tua. We're not, you know, there's just something about him that, oh, we, we got to get rid of this guy. Because last thing I checked, he was a first-round pick a couple of years ago. Am I right? Like, they went all in draft night a couple of years ago to get this guy. Like, they were sold that Tua was the dude. And now a year and a half in already, and now we're already talking about you know, trading for him, granted, they would get a better player in his position than Tua, but I just don't like the Dolphins. Um, how can I put this? Maybe their mindset uh, about this or or the or the way they've. Basically, you know, wasted a draft pick, if if they make this trade, they basically said we we don't like what we're seeing from Tua, like we're 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 impatient, I, I should say. Um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, you know, Trey, in my, in my, in my journey to trying to become a more, uh, philosophical and understanding, you know, you know, people's intentions and people's, uh, MOs, I guess. Yeah. I realized that that very common is the very difference between me and you as people generally. Which common is um, that? That your your whole take on the on this situation. Okay. I mean, not your comment. Okay. Your whole take on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally disagree with you, bro. Um, right. Here's the thing, and I, and I feel like we had this conversation once when when this news was kind of when this news was uh, not as uh, fresh. Well, when, when it was fresh, but we know we we, we wasn't as close. And it kind of um, went away when it was bit, rumors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, right. When it was rumors. Um, yeah. So they drafted to a first round all those things are correct 100 percent 100 percent but if you have the opportunity to get a proven franchise quarterback Mm -hmm. um and you still he's proved you know a proven franchise quarterback i don't care when you drafted to a you gotta go get that you gotta go get that dude you gotta go get him you gotta go get him so hey. can I rephrase something real quick? Can I can sure. I rephrase something real quick? Because I I, I think um, I think the important piece to this also is is that he's got pending cases against him. Also, this isn't just we're getting Deshaun Watson and we're getting better at the quarterback position. We're getting Deshaun Watson, and the NFL possibly might suspend him. Yeah, I get we all that. I just said we just haven't got to that right point away. of conversation yet. We just right. haven't got to that or, point of conversation or, yet. Sure. Or, or, I mean, dare I say, 
this situation gets worse than what you know we when what we don't hope for and th- i mean this deal just blows up you know in, in in the dolphin space well i'll say this Trey. um i trust i trust that at very I trust that for the news to come out that this deal is closer is that close, and if it really is that close, mm-hmm. um, then the Dolphins and the Texans have some sort of information about how this case might go down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with that being said, um, I don't think. With that being said, I, I, I can't. I can't be. I'm not super worried about. Uh, how the case is going to have how it's going to play out because I think that if they thought Deshaun Watson wasn't going to be able to play football if not some this year then mm-hmm. you know obviously next season then they right. wouldn't have made this they wouldn't have, they wouldn't be making this deal if this if all this is true they so wouldn't be making saying, this deal. You're saying the Dolphins have some insight on the conclusion of this mess like you're, you're saying I think the that Dolphins and the Texans have some insight on it yes okay that's because because if they didn't I can't that's interesting I can't fa- because let's be clear about this mm-hmm. if they don't and it doesn't go like it it goes it doesn't go Deshaun Watson's way yeah the GM for the Dolphins and Brian Flores gotta go they gotta get fired on ignorance alone 100% so I don't think I don't think the GM more importantly than Flores I don't see the GM making this type of tr- move like I said if it's real I don't see them making this kind of move if they didn't have the information that made them feel over eighty percent confident that Deshaun Watson is going to play football for the if not this year right. then next year um, then you have time to tool mm-hmm. you know maybe you know maybe get yeah. I think you don't because because for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. Obviously Deshaun Watson tears up your salary cap. Um, you yeah. know, he puts a big dent in your salary cap. Yep. Um, he's a yep. yeah, fran- he's a franchise quarterback. Um mm-hmm. he's going to bring like he's he's going to bring stands uh, fans to the stands. Like mm-hmm. all these things the the Dolphins automatically just that name automatically brings the type of media that a football team like the Miami Dolphins who ain't high on the um you know fan you know where they stand at in the NFL as far as money and those types of things that all that's an automatic jump let alone what he's going to do on the field yeah so right. uh I, I I can't see I can't see the GM and them really being this close to the type of move and then you have to assume mm-hmm. that. And this trade too was going to the Texans. So on the other side, so on the other side of that, on mm-hmm. the other side of that, and I don't know if the trade details are, mm-hmm. um, Tua goes to a team uh, who are worse off than the Dolphins, but he has the same opportunity in Houston that he did in Miami. He's going to gonna start. My guess would be he's going to automatically start. Of course, he's going to automatically start. So my point is that he has the same opportunity in Houston. That yep. he had in Miami, which is young quarterback goes to a team that ain't that good, and he has the opportunity to elevate them yep. to you know to places they haven't been in a while. So you know he's in the same exact situation, um, yep. but I can't. But I just can't fathom. Like I said, going back to that point, I can't fathom uh, a GM in any in any league 
uh, trying to pull this kind of trade off if they weren't, you know, really confident that it was going to go their way. Mm, yeah, that that's interesting. Uh, um, and, you know, maybe I'm naive about, you know, the inner workings of, you know, law enforcement and, you know, teams like, you know, these two franchises that have a lot of money and a lot of capital and a lot of pull within their respective cities that they somehow can come together and say, hey, um, this is going to be okay. Like, like it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if law enforcement, you know, got involved with this and said, you know what, this will be okay. Or, or, or an attorney or somebody would say, hey, I, I think Deshaun Watson's going to be okay in this situation. So, you know, it's okay to pull the trigger. Um, for well, me, first it's of just... all, law, let, let me just correct you. Law enforcement is not going to tell a football team that. Ma'am, maybe attorneys, you know, attorneys, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but I just wanted to be clear. Law enforcement, police officers aren't going to go into the Houston organization unless they're doing some criminal shit. It's not going to go into the Houston organization and be like, hey, bro, Deshaun good. Yeah. But wouldn't surprise me. But I hear you. I hear but, you. I hate yeah, you. but it's just that um, these teams got too many po- they got too many people that they know, you know, within these municipalities. They 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 just they just know too many people in their respective city halls for me to think the other way around. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay, I'm okay. Well, I, I'll say this, um, and I and I and you know. 23 cases, I think, is where we at with yep. Deshaun Watson. Yep. Um, seems far-fetched that they'll get out of that. He'll get out of that without, you know, without a scar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've seen weirder things happen in this world. Of course. So, of course. you know, so so mm-hmm. I, I, I won't sit here and pretend like um, that, you know, I know that he's going to jail or that I know he's in the clear. But logically, it makes if I'm a GM, if I'm a businessman, fuck a GM of football. If I'm a businessman, I'm not going to make a trade with somebody of that caliber and and all the capital that's going to cost me to get that player. Mm-hmm. If I'm not sure he's going to be on the you know working soon. Of course, of course. Yeah. It, without without this situation, Dolphins do it. Pull pull the trigger. Do it. It, the the better upgrade the quarterback position, do it by by all means. Like I I would have no disputes, no issues whatsoever. But I think because of the cases or the situation that exists, it's it's a big it's a big risk on the Dolphins' part. And I hope you're right that they do it's know stupid. something that that would it's you know stupid. would make them com- confident. Now what's yeah, stupid? it's, it's it's stupid. If the Dolphins were to make, if the Dolphins were really, were really to make, were really to make this trade, mm-hmm. and then Deshaun Watson is found guilty and he goes to jail and all those things, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's literally yeah. like the stupidest GM move ever. They got to be fired, crucified. Of all time, Miami, Miami might have to relocate because that's time. how that's how bad that mm-hmm. kind of move would be. So, like I said, I can't fat. I just can't fathom somebody making that kind of mistake. I just can't fathom it. That that's obviously that right. mean it's. I hope I'm right too. Cause I, I, man, I hope you're right because man, because we would literally have to be talking about that for a month. Because we're talking about a black coach, 
a black general manager, I, I don't I don't want that for them. And I and I, I want But they would deserve it, let's be clear. Of course. They of would course. deserve it. No question. No yeah. question. But I, I I would hate for that to happen to them because at the end of the day, Stephen Ross owns this team and you can't fire the owner. And I and I wonder how much of a say or how much of a hand in this he has in this deal, in this potential deal to happen. Because there's a history with Stephen Ross that, you know, he doesn't make the best decisions when it comes to the Dolphins. We all know the Dolphins history within the last, I'd say, 10, 15 years. It's not a great history. They, they, they haven't had a lot of success in that time period. So Yeah, well, I'll, I'll say this in, re, in rebuttal to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not saying my my definition of owners is owners don't make football moves. I'm not saying that that's not the case in every situation, but more mm-hmm. times than that, and, and, and the higher stake of football decisions, I think, rest in the hands of the GM. Um, of course and, and, and just by And just by job responsibility, that's how it happens. Now, obviously, there's situations where an owner would say, hey, look, you know, fuck what y'all talking about. I really want this dude because he good for business. That's obviously, that there. thing happens. Yeah, sure. Obviously, that thing happens. Mm-hmm. But I would I would like to imagine that in most cases in most football teams that the uh, bulk of the decision making about who comes in and who comes out rests on the GM and mm-hmm. that even and, and that's under the you know guys and the um, what am I saying the uh, advice of the coaching staff. I right. would that I would like to think that that's how it happens more times more times than it doesn't. I mean like eighty percent of the time more than it doesn't. And, um, you know, so I, so as much as, so even if Stephen Ross was, you know, the main culprit on, in this situation by job, the GM's going to get the smoke. Oh, of course. No, no question about it. And and like I said, like I said, you can't fire the owner. He owns the team. And and it'd be unfortunate that the GM would catch that smoke for something that the owner did. But man, that don't mean I can't roast Stephen Ross's ass either. If, if, if yeah, I but then, but then that's a hand in it, and it right. I'm about to say because then that be the assumption. Then yeah, I'm, I'm a roast his ass. That that's just <laughs> that's just how this thing works. If you've been a part of a decision making, like it's kind of like Dan Snyder wanted RG three when Mike Shanahan wanted somebody else, and you know we kind of saw how all that played out. Yeah, Mike Shanahan ruined RG three though. So that I don't. Yeah, I'm not facts. putting that on. I'm not putting that on facts. Dan Snyder. I'm putting that solely on Mike Shanahan because Mike Shanahan didn't want him and he and he ruined him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fact. Well, that's how I feel about probably it. Probably why he ain't won him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's my. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not yeah. putting that on Dan Snyder because yeah. Dan Snyder wanted RG three, and for all intents and purposes, Dan Snyder looked like he was making the right decision until Mike Shanahan killed him. So yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just yeah. That's my. That's just my how I feel about it. But, um, what you got? Have you? Um, it, it ain't nothing super important. But I was watching. Uh, I, I am like totally locked into this. Uh, I am athlete podcast on YouTube. With I am uh, not locked in. Okay, I am totally locked in. It, it's uh, Brandon Marshall. Uh, Ocho oh, Cinco. Ocho Cinco. That joint. Yeah, Fred oh, Taylor, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm like watching all the back episodes. Like I am mm-hmm. locked in, right? Mm-hmm. So today I'm watching the episode with uh Darrell Reeves on there. Mm-hmm. 
And obviously, direct, you know, they they uh, you know kind of talked about two thousand and nine when Revis Revis Island and and the whole and the whole spill. Yep. And when I tell you, Slim, that Chad Ochocinco cried on the podcast, he got emotional, cried um, when he uh, reminisced on the back on the backlash he was catching because Darrell Rivas was shutting him shut him down twice that year. Mm-hmm. It was it was her, I mean like like I didn't realize. I, I guess if I really thought about it, but I didn't realize how much that hurts players' feelings. Like I don't know if Chad Ochocinco was just being like being extra or whatever, but mm-hmm. obviously there was two two receivers there that he had shut down that year: Brandon Marshall and Brandon um, Marshall. Yeah, I remember and that. Ochocinco. Yeah, and Ochocinco and, you know, twice because oh, once in the regular season and the other in the playoffs that year. And, I remember and that. then yeah. and then they got into how he shut down To that year and um, Randy Moss. Uh, Randy Moss. Like, you know, basically, you know, that he was mm-hmm. the, you know, so. He was the dude, Steve Smith, yep. Mm-hmm. My, <laughs> Steve yeah. Smith was the other guy, yeah. And yeah. um, and he was like, I mean, when I tell you, like, Chad Ochocinco was like, hey, man, I knew you was coming today, so I bought my cleats. Because I just needed to, I just needed to redeem myself on how you dogged me back in 2009. This nigga. My, well, well, I, I, you, literally, literally, like it burns him. He was like, like I said, he was literally like brought to tears. Like that shit really fucked with he. It really fucked with him to the point where he said his mom ain't speak to. Him. I don't know if he was exaggerating that. He said his mm-hmm. mother didn't speak to him for a month. Like he was really distraught about um, to this day. Like he had a mental, because yeah. you know they they big on like mental health on right, that show. Right. Right, and he was really like mentally fucked up about that shit, and it, it, I, I guess what I'm getting at, I didn't realize how deep it was mm-hmm. for some of these football players when they really know I can't beat this dude one on one at what you know what I'm saying I can't right. beat like I then I think about like uh, you know tackles that got to deal with edge rushers and you know that one dude you just can't. Beat, mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. got to deal with them every every yep. year or every two years or in the playoffs yep. or yep. that type of thing. And I'm like, damn, these niggas really be fucked up behind that shit. And obviously, Ocho Cinco went on. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Revis is going to be a Hall of Famer. But mm-hmm. still to this day, they are fucked up behind shit like that. I even watched the episode with Dion and Dion and, and they was still, I mean, it was all fun and football talk, but they were still time like Ocho Cinco feel like he is shit on Dion. Like you know, mm-hmm. both of them in their right. prime, I mean. Right. Like he right. was he was talking like they was they was talking, you know, talking slick to each other like, nah, dog you type shit. If you do this, I'ma do that, like that type of shit. I just didn't I guess I just didn't realize how uh how competitive on a practical level, how competitive uh football gets. With all due respect to mental health and illness and all that. You're not about to respect mental health and illness. Let me just be clear. What's that? You're not about to respect it. So you don't even got to say that. Why? Because you're not respecting mental health. If I just come out and say what you're about to say, it's going to sound like I'm disrespecting mental health. So it literally is. I I need to to throw a disclaimer in there. But it literally is disrespecting mental health. Okay, fine. Look, All right. <laughs> look, Chad Ochocinco 
got nothing to be ashamed about. That that's that's a Hall of Fame corner right there. I mean, I didn't watch the episode, but just based on what you're telling me, he shut down almost every top 10, 15 receiver that he played on the schedule that year. Like I like I, I literally remember mm-hmm. like the numbers of you know those guys that they were shutting down. Like yeah. you know, I mentioned Steve Smith was one of them. Um Andre Johnson, I think, was another guy yep. that, that they played yep. that year. Shut them down. Like for me, and again, this is just my response to what you're saying about Ultracinco. He's he's got nothing really to be ashamed about because Brandon Marshall, same thing. Like, yep. he, he got shut down. I mean, you, you're talking about uh, a rare breed, like Revis for about, I'd say, four or five years, maybe Yeah, longer. but specifically 2009, but specifically. Sure, sure. Yeah. But for a while, he was the best. Like, he was number one in terms of cornerbacks yeah. in the league. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, 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 there's no shame Facts. in, you know, getting shut down. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean. There's no shame. I mean. Well, when you, when you I get, mean, when if they lose that down, game, he shut down number one. I ain't going to say it ain't no shame because he shut down, like, he's number one. Like, you know, when your number one receiver is shut down, then obviously that changes your offense. You, of you might have lost. You might have lost that game mm-hmm. because – your number one option throwing wise was eliminated, and and I do mean, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, I I I'm not gonna say uh, ashamed, but there is a reason. Like if you're if you're engulfed in that thing, mm-hmm. I can see how you get like just watching him. Like you, you watch this nigga, you know, choke up, and it's like slim. Oh shit! Like you was really fucked up behind that shit, and you gotta respect a motherfucker' feelings. Like I was like, damn, I was, I was really, I was, That really took me aback for a second. I'm like, Slim was really fucked up about that. And, and, yeah, you know. I mean, and, and, and Chad trash talked a lot in the league while he still does. During this time. This nigga know? tried to battle rap Styles P in another episode. I saw. No, all right. Well, I, I ain't even getting into that, but. Um. <laughs> But yeah, um, but I, but, but I, not not a plug, not a plug in your spare time. Um, just check, just watch a couple of them episodes, man. It's, yeah, it's really, I, it's really good shit. I just it's got one shit. comment. I got one comment about it because I I mostly know it from just seeing them on YouTube, like certain clips and things like that. But there was one clip that stood out to me where Brandon Marshall was just spazzing out about something. It was a previous episode from maybe weeks and weeks ago. But yeah, he, I'm, he I'm just, watching the old episodes, so yeah. Okay, yeah, he was spazzing out over something. I, I couldn't remember exactly what it was, but he was getting in niggas' faces and, and all that. I was like, whoa, whoa, okay. Maybe when I get a chance, I'll, I'll check this out. But yeah, it, it sounds like they get real intense, you know, when they do yeah. podcasts and stuff. It does. So, it does. So, yeah, that's, that's like, I mean... You know, yeah, I, definitely a good watch, man. Def, I, I ain't gonna lie, definitely a good watch. That Dion episode, Dion was dropping gems, gems, <laughs> like no. gems, gems. They like this, <laughs> like this Bama was talking about how um, this Bama Dion said on that joint. He said mm-hmm. all them coaches that be spending hours and hours, six in the morning to eleven o'clock at night studying studying film. 
He said yeah. them Bama's doing that because they don't love their wives. They don't want to go home to their wives and shit. Like that's the type of shit he was on. I'm like, he was he was on his he was in his shit on that episode. All right, so um, to our football teams, uh, yes sir. Both teams got wins on Sunday. Um, I, I I'll start with my I would start with my team, but I I, I got a bone to pick with Seattle. Um, in your team's win over the Seahawks on Sunday. I watched that entire game Sunday night, and, you know, it's no secret. Everybody knew Russell Wilson was going to be out. Geno Smith was going to get the start. Um, so a couple things for me. Um, the game went exactly how I thought it was going to go, despite Russell not being there. You know, tight game. Just when you think one team's got it, you know, the other team's going to make a, you know, a comeback or, you know, keep the game close. And and then the other thing that, you know, kind of caught me was that um, we got the Alex Collins sighting in the second half. And Alex Collins was the reason that the Seahawks came back into that football game. But then it goes to overtime and you don't see Alex Collins in any of those two drives, even despite the last drive ending the way it ended just off that first play. Um, but Pete Carroll, what, what the hell happened to Alex Collins? Like that dude got you back in the football game. Why is he not playing in the overtime period? Like that to me just didn't make no sense. Um, I would say this, uh, I think it was very clear. Um, we uh, and you know I, I can't tell you uh, drive by drive how it happened, but I can just tell you how I remember watching it. Um, that the last few drives, um, Seattle drives, mm-hmm. we 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 made a better effort to stop the run, um, mm-hmm. and it and it was working. Sure. Uh, so I I think I think what we were doing defensively kind of got them feeling like oh okay they figured us out by now. Let's be clear. From start of the gun from second half, they gashed us. Yeah. Uh between yeah. him and whoever uh Penny or not Penny uh, uh Homer. Homer. Yeah. Yeah, like he, Homer were, he had that one big Run. No, he it had like two. He had two. Like he that. had two big runs. Maybe it wasn't twenty six yards the second time, but he had two big runs, and he mm-hmm. was still getting. He was still getting like he was coming in and making making certain stops when it needed to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I'll say this: uh, we did make adjustments, maybe t- way too late in the game, but we still put it all. Even though we still put it all, um, mm-hmm. but we did eventually make adjustments when it had to be made, and um, yeah. so I hear you. I, I I think to what I, I saw, what I remember seeing, there. I hear you. To what I remember seeing, I don't think that would have worked in their favor. I'll say sure. that. Um, sure, sure, But I I think you I think you would agree with this concept that you go with the hot hand or your best guy. And right, I think what I'm saying is that Alex Collins was wasn't the hot hand anymore. Huh? Uh, what I'm saying is that Alex Collins stopped becoming the hot hand. Okay, I hear you on that front. But in terms of who was the best player for the Seahawks that night, it, it was Alex Collins. Me personally, I would have put him back in there. And if we would have lost the game, we would have lost the game. But I would have lost the game knowing that 
had a guy in there who got us back in his football game. I had a guy in there who had the hot hand. I had a guy in there who was our best player that night. I guess that's what I'm even, trying to say. E, but even if you saw when you walked up to the huddle, you saw single coverage all across the wide receivers, you would still run the run the ball? Because if they because um, if you got single coverage, that if my point is that if you got single well, coverage, that means they're that people were they were intent on stopping the run. They put it, they put you, they put the offense in a situation like here. Sure. This is what we're showing you. Everybody is in the box. If you hand him the ball, they this offensive line is outnumbered. Sure, sure. And and also TJ Watt was having himself a night, also. And and and, and clearly, Cam Hayward was having a night. And 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 clearly had like the play of the overtime period, you know, stripping Gino of the football. So I, I'm thinking that. They didn't, I mean, they saw, you know, single coverage on these receivers. They clearly saw that. I, I just think that they, you know, and, and, and clearly they wanted to throw the ball. But I think for me, again, I, I, no, I, think I don't think they want to, not to cut you off, they didn't want to run, they didn't want to yeah. throw the ball. We were showing them looks mm-hmm. that was like it would be, it wouldn't be wise for us to run the ball. And, and the looks that the Pittsburgh was giving them defensively. Yeah. It didn't make sense logically to just hand Alex Collins the ball because he was probably going to yeah. run into a brick wall. Yeah, sorry, I misspoke. I meant they yeah. wanted to throw when that coverage was being shown. Right. Is what I was right. saying. Not that they right. wanted to throw the ball in general, but just when they had those coverages there, they clearly wanted yeah, to do that. I, yeah, I, I think Pittsburgh, I don't know why it took them so long to get there, but I think Pittsburgh mm-hmm. was like, okay, we we didn't get our ass whipped enough because it because it didn't just happen them last two uh them past two it happened maybe a possession before but mm-hmm. it wasn't going Pittsburgh's way mm. so yeah. then when it started going Pittsburgh's way it, it kind of started mm-hmm. feeling like okay see, we got Seattle figured out yeah as far as the running game right now so now we can commit to the running game we dare you to throw now now we're going to mm-hmm. put everything. And committed to the run. Now we dare you to throw. We dare you to put it in Geno's hands. Yeah. And um and and you know that's kind of how it, you know how it went. And because even in the, even in the overtime when um when uh Geno got stripped, yeah. Um, they were looking to throw. Mm-hmm. They were looking to throw. It's just happening that they were covered up, and then the C parted, and it was like, all right, let me try to sneak these yards. And T.J. Watt is T.J. Watt. That's mm-hmm. why he gets paid that kind of money because he was double teamed, had to spend the block, come mm-hmm. back around and get him, you know, after he yeah. had already gained like five or six. So in general, I, he was all over the place that night, though. Yeah. It, just in general. He was Well, he got the stats, but I think it's important mm-hmm. to acknowledge how good Cam Hayward was that game. And he don't have necessarily all the the fancy fumbles, but Cam mm-hmm. Hayward was clutching that game. He was good all game. Yeah, so here we are three and three, man. And and I said it to you. Uh, in week two, I said that if we were three and three by the bye, I wouldn't be nervous. I'm back to not being nervous. Mm-hmm. Who y'all got next week? Uh, we on the bye this week, but after that, we got Cleveland. Oh, okay, and you're probably going to be catching Cleveland at the right time without too, without on with the running right, backs health, he, right? And Baker right. possibly not being right. there. Uh, he's definitely right. not and playing Chubb, tonight. Right, and then Chubb and Kareem are not playing tonight. And I don't know. Obviously, we don't know how that's going to spin for. You know, two weeks from now, but right, and they're gonna have days off in between, so yeah, that, that'll you know, 
you know, that'll kind of, you know, work, work itself out down the line. Um, so a couple things I'll take from the Ravens win over the Chargers on Sunday. Uh, we finally got to see Le'Veon Bell out there and, uh, you know, getting a couple of red zone opportunities. He scored a touchdown on one of them. So I was happy to see that. And then we got to see uh, Rashad Bateman's debut which was not all that spectacular, but I was just happy of the fact that he's, you know, out there and, um, you know, doing what he had to do to, you know, help the team win. So, um, but I, I think Rashad Bateman is going to be a problem, you know, once he really starts to, you know, get the reps in with Lamar and, you know, as the season moves forward, I think, you know, he's, he's going to be a, a key piece for us, you know, down the stretch when we, you know, try to lock up this playoff spot here. So uh, five and one, um, I, I'll take it, you know, a beat down of the Chargers. And as far as uh, San Diego, not San Diego, as far as the Chargers are concerned, um, still feel the same way about them um, that I did at the beginning of the year. They're a sleeper team. Um, they do have a couple of quality wins on the schedule um, as we speak. So, you know, carry on. I hate to say sleepers. I hate to I hate to keep delving into the Chargers because I like the Chargers as a team. What do you mean by sleeper team? Sleeper team for what? The Super Bowl or for the playoffs? For the playoffs. That okay. I think around week sixteen. I, okay. I think I said this before. Okay. I think around. I just wanted to be, 16, I just wanted to be clear so I don't. So I don't. Week sixteen. Week I just seventeen. Be clear. I think My fault. they're gonna be a. I think they're gonna be in the hunt for one of those. You know, six, seven playoff, playoff spots sir. is what I'm okay, saying. Okay. Like they're gonna right. have something to play. No argument with. there. No argument that's there. That's all. But it's I, it's hard to not acknowledge that they got a couple of quality wins on the 100%. schedule. They beat Cleveland 100%. with both of their running backs and Baker in there healthy, and they beat Kansas City. So. Okay. I mean, you know, but hey, I, cool. You said playoffs, I, cause. You know, the first thing, and when I saw that score, because I ain't watched the game, the first thing I wrote on my little notes was, this is what I'm talking about when I say you can't mention the Chargers in in Super Bowl contention. Because they, they didn't even understand the moment. I understand if you're just watching that particular game. And, and, and that's cool. And just, for the, and just to kind of clear the record of what we were talking about last week, I don't have them in the same category as those teams. Um, but I just can't ignore who they played already. They, you know, they were sure. four and one coming into it. I can't ignore who they played and who they beat that. I mean, they beat a couple of quality teams and I, sure. and I think just because they lose to, you know, right now, the number one seed in the AFC right now, okay, that's not a, for the Chargers, that's not a bad loss. I, I think they just kind of, you know, learn from it. They go back to the drawing board, and then they just play whoever they got to play next, uh, which whoever that is. Um, yeah, we agree. But we I, agree. I, still, we, I, I, I won't keep stretching it. We, we, we do agree. It's the wording that be throwing me off. But I understand your premise. You are saying that they are a sleeper team to make the playoffs. You do not have them in Super Bowl contention with the Baltimore Ravens, Kansas City Chiefs, and the uh, uh, both Buffalo Bills. However, gotcha. however, I do want to mention another team in the AFC. Um, while we haven't really talked about them, and I don't know if it's because of the division they're in, 
I don't know, you know, what it is, but why haven't we put the Tennessee Titans in that conversation? And I'll, and I'll explain why I'm asking this question. They were in the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago against Kansas City. We all knew mm-hmm. they were going to lose that football game, but the fact that they got there um, mm-hmm. was pretty remarkable in itself. Then they back it up with the Tannehill contract, and there was a big you know deal about that because he got his money before Derrick Henry got his money, but, but eventually Derrick Henry got his money. But the Titans back that season up with not just an 11-5 and record, a division t- title, um, Derrick Henry rushing for 2,000 yards, uh, Ryan Tannehill proving stat-wise that, you know, he you know he got this money because these are the things he can do. And you had a couple of wide receivers, you know, catching over 1,000 yards receiving in A.J. Brown. And Corey Davis was just a little short of 1,000, but he was just right there at 1,000 yards. So then they back up last year in the offseason. They get Julio Jones you know, in a trade to go along with A.J. Brown. Derrick Henry's still there. And I get they lost John Smith, which I think is a pretty big deal. But all that being said, and I get there's some injuries because both the receivers, I think, missed the Jets game maybe a few weeks ago. And they and lost Taylor to the Jets. And Taylor Luan just got hurt. And, and, and it Taylor, loud. Yeah. Right, right, right. And, and, I, and I get that part of it. Why haven't we... And, and I don't know the answer to this. I'll just put it out there. I don't know the answer to this. But why haven't we put the Titans in that conversation? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I feel that way. Um, I don't believe Ryan Tannehill. I know you were going to mention that. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, for me, it's, I mean, we can go into some other, we can go into some other things. But mm-hmm. when it when it all boils down to it, if I, I, I will reference the the Kansas City game, the AFC Championship a couple of years ago, yep. and let's be clear, mm-hmm. Derrick Henry is still just as good then as he was now. He's like he's still the best back in the league. You mean good all now as he was then? You mean right, right? My point mm-hmm. is is that he's still the best back. He was the best back in the league then. He's the best back in the league now. Those yeah. things, those that dynamic didn't change. Yeah. Um, when the Kansas City Chiefs played them in the AFC Championship, they shut down Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, damn near sold out to shut I'll down. I'll say they shut him down in the second half. I'll say that because he was getting his. Yards okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, let me correct myself. They mm-hmm. uh they put their defensive focus. They they put it on him. He did what he did, but he dared the the Kansas City Chiefs dared uh your boy Derrick Tannehill to score with the Kansas City Chiefs. They sold out. Yep. Yeah. And look, I agree. I agree with that. It's it's all it's all on video. He couldn't when he had to make plays. He couldn't make plays. He couldn't make. He couldn't make plays. And we're not going to sit here and act like Kansas City ever had a great secondary. So it's not like they was playing an A1 secondary, and that's why he was struggling. He was struggling because it was on him, and he couldn't make it happen. Mm-hmm. That's ten. That's for Tannehill to hold. As good as he's been statistically, when shit yep. hits the fan, you're talking about beating uh, Buffalo Bills, great offense. Mm-hmm. 
Baltimore, great offense. Kansas City, great offense. So if they decide we are going to put all our focus on Derrick Henry and dare Tannehill to beat us, mm-hmm. it's been proven that Tannehill can't beat you. And he'll score 17, he may score 20, but you think you're going you think that defense, we don't believe that that defense, Tennessee's defense is going to be good enough to stop Lamar from scoring 25 from Buffalo scoring 25 for, mm-hmm. you know, these teams, yeah. Tannehill can't hold down the offense by himself. When it matters. When it matters. When it matters. Mm-hmm. Against, the, against the caliber teams. Let's say that. Sure. Against the caliber they teams. Because they beat Buffalo Monday night. And I, yeah, they beat Buffalo Monday night. And I think that night. was a great win. That was a great, great win, win for the Titans. But, but let's be but clear on it why it was a most. great win. But let's be clear on why it was a great win. Derrick Henry... Went crazy, yeah. yeah. So unless you're yeah. telling me that in so unless you're telling me that in lieu of so if but if if you're telling me in lieu of in the playoffs a Buffalo Bill, Baltimore Ravens, Kansas City focusing on Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry still mm-hmm. going to do that, yeah. Then 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 I would put Tennessee in this argument, but I mm-hmm. think you can contain Derrick Henry if you focus on him all out, and if you focus on him all out. And give the mm-hmm. other team offenses time to score. Tannehill can't score with them dudes, even with Julio Jones. I don't think Julio Jones makes that kind of a difference because Tannehill still got to get the ball to him. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I agree. So that's why he's not. That's why he's and not. You throw in, and you could throw in the playoff loss to the Ravens last year when we sold out to stop Derrick Henry and. In a tight ball game. I mean, that was a 13-10 ball game, if I'm not mistaken. When he had to make plays, he couldn't make plays when we when we shut Derrick Henry down. So yeah, all, all that is true. Um, I think for now, for me, I think I think because of the division the they're in. Because I don't I don't if you want to make him number four, if you want to make the Titans, if you want to make the Titans number four in um in, in the AFC. contention of the AFC, sure. I mean, sure. Um, but mm. like I said, when it comes to those top three, I don't believe Tennessee mm. has a shot at beating those mm. top three. I think they're in a. I think the Titans are in a lane by themselves. And 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 if just to kind of clarify that, I don't think I don't think the Chargers are on the level of the Titans in terms of experience. Um, you know, going far in the playoffs, and you know, and and. I don't want to say the talent. I think their talent is somewhat offsets each other. I think the Titans and Chargers, I think their talents kind of offsets each other. But I think for the most part, when you're talking about teams that have a little bit of pedigree in the playoffs, um, it's for me, it's the Titans over Chargers. That's why I would, I would kind of put them in their own lane. And then I would go to the next tier of those sleeper teams in the ASD Chargers uh, Bengals, Browns at this point, you know, given the injuries and all that. But I, I think that's how I would that's how I would put Tennessee. Um see my I think thing, so highly my, of Derrick Henry. Yeah, I think highly I, of Derrick Henry too. But my thing my thing mm-hmm. is, like I said, uh, as great as he is, the only position in in, a, in the NFL where you can when you can kind of uh get past your flaws, the other the team flaws, it's quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
quarterback is the only position where you could have some flaws in your team, but if you that nice, mm-hmm. you 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 know you can kind of make some pieces work for you. You know you can kind of uh, look over some pieces, some some yeah. weak spots in your team, and overcome them. Uh, I think quarterback is the only position you could do that in. You can be a a one quarterback with a you know shaky defense if you can outscore, especially in today's league. If you can outscore that other offense, then it's like all right. Then you know the Titans. When it comes to when it comes to scoring, I think the Titans can score. I think they score different ways than the other three. They score because of Derrick Henry. Score, and that's why I say they score differently. They score differently than the other three teams. But but it goes back. It goes to the point that I'm making. They score, Mm -hmm. but a running back can't. A running back can't outscore a quarterback. If that makes any sense, you know what I'm but saying. It, We're talking yeah, the, other, the other three. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, sure. I, I, when it all comes down to it, when it all comes mm-hmm. down to it, sure. That's the way we, you know, because Derrick Henry yeah. is outscored the opposing quarterback. Yeah, yeah, but so, but I, but I, again, you can you can put all you want, but if you if you and I didn't watch the game. If you put all your focus on Derrick Henry, you can contain mm-hmm. Derrick Henry. You got a better. Um, if you put all your if you put all your energy into stopping Tannehill, you got a mm-hmm. better. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, or or let me say this better. If you got if you put all your energy into trying to stop Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. it's a chance that even when you put the do the best you can, you can't stop yeah. him because at the quarterback, what he does at quarterback is just different. What Mahomes mm-hmm. does at quarterback is just different, and that's not shading what Henry do because what he does is different. But all you can, can do it. is hand the ball. All you can do is hand the ball off to him, and yeah. hope that he break the brick wall, as opposed to where right. Lamar can throw it to somebody. He ain't got to break the brick wall. He can throw over the wall. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so no quarterback had two things. Yeah. No question. Yeah. No. No question yeah. about that. I, I just Derrick Henry when it comes to running backs. Uh, I mean, he's the best. He, he's a special cat. He, he's the best. Yeah, he's I mean, the best. by far, though, it's like it's crazy. Yeah. Like he's the yeah. best by far. He's the best this yeah. season. I'm not 100%. even talking stats. I'm just talking about he's the best. What this dude brings to the table. Yeah, he's been yeah. the best yeah. running back for about three or four years. There's no question of that. Derrick Henry is top three in my MVP book right now. As top of three, that was my start next question. Of week seven. That was my next question. That was my next question. Where you have him in the MVP race? Top three. Top three. Top three. For me, it's it's Lamar, Kyler, and Derrick Henry. Okay. Um. You don't have an opinion. Okay. <laughs> um. I don't. Yeah. I, look, because I thought about it when you when I saw your tweet, I was like, all right. I'm, I guess I got to think about it now. And um. Lamar's Lamar's in the top three. Um, Derrick Henry's in the top three. I guess I can't disagree with you. I guess if I had to make a case for anybody, it'd be Tom Brady. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess I can't really disagree with you. Um, I'll say this though, and it kind of I've been dealing. He been balling. He been there. Yeah. He got a great team too. Um, That's true. That's where true. where do you get into the Cardinals? Where yep. do you rank? The Cardinals in the NFC. Um, I gotta put them. Well, let's put it this way: 
I got the Bucks number one. Um, yeah. Super Bowl contender. I got Green Bay number two. Yeah. Um, number three, I I gotta go with the Cowboys number three, and right. I think I, I I think right there, I think you can argue Cardinals Rams flip. You know, four and five. I think the Cardinals are at least the fourth, you know, best, you know, contending team in that conference right now. Yeah, that that I, that's that was my that's you you said my you said my note for me. Dallas is definitely the third best team in the NFC. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, for me, third best with Dallas is the experience of the quarterback for me that yeah. that takes him over Kyler Murray at this point. Kyler Murray still got to get to the playoffs. They the best. They the best. Uh, or let's say second best. I mean, if you, it's depending on how you feel about Tampa Bay, but one or two, they're second of uh, second of, first or second best offense, and the defense is is doing enough. Yeah, they're doing enough. They're doing enough. They get um, turnovers. They get yeah, turnovers. they're doing enough. Yeah, that's, that's my key. point. They're doing they're doing enough. Yeah, yeah. they're doing enough. Yeah. Um, they are in a interesting situation. Like this is a interesting situation for Dallas. Um. I hate to be, I guess, and I, you know, I guess it's all over the, you know, popular media. But then I got a cowboy fan, I got to listen to talk every day about it. But I mean, the more and more I watch them, is this is definitely different. And I hate to be a, 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 a ESPN regurgitator, but when it when it is what it is, that's what they look like in the NFC right now. They look like they got an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no question. Mm-hmm. I think. I think those. I think it's those three, and then it's Cardinals, Rams after. Sure. That. Yep. Yep. Uh, you got anything else on the uh, NFL? Because I'm kind of, nope. I'm kind of done with the NFL at this point. Yep. Um Just quickly though, before I get into the NBA, I just want to congratulate Kent Parker on taking the Chicago Sky to the WNBA Finals for sure and winning the chip with that franchise in the city that she's from. So yep. I just wanted to shout, shout her out to her. for that. Hall of Fame. And it was Jai. It was Jai. It was Jai. I mean, I, ain't, I don't pretend to have watched any of the games, but I saw some of the scores. And um, <laughs> they was Jai putting in work on, on Phoenix. They was Jai getting in their ass. Mm. And, you know, Phoenix, obviously, the, uh, Tarasi and Griner. Tarasi, Griner, yep. They got, they got legends on that, on that team. And, Isn't Dig- Skylar Diggins on that team now, too? Um, I, know, I believe there is a third woman, a third legendary player on that team. I, it might yeah. be Skylar, I'm not sure. But, okay. um, but I know they got a, a nice little squad of popular female players that's been putting in work for years. And yeah. for Candace Parker and I forget the MVP's name, but... Um, for that that duo to kind of, yeah, like you know, congratulations to the sky, Candace Parker, because um, you know, like you said, that that's that's definitely a thing to go to your hometown and get a chip. Yeah, first yeah. year she went, and she went there this year and went and handled business. So, yeah, exactly, exactly. That that's my whole thing is you know the hometown story is pretty good, and their first one. So, yeah, shout out to her. Yeah. Shout out to them. Um, NBA. Um, so predictions, uh, top eight in the East, top eight in the West. And I just found out that they're still doing that little wild card thing with the nine and yeah. the 10 seed. Like they did yeah, I see that. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at the stand. I'm looking at the standards now and seeing they're still doing that. Yeah. 
it's, it's cool. Hey man, whatever, just, just whatever, eight, you know? whatever. I mean, so give people your something to play for. Uh, top eight. I'm I'm kind of freestyling, so forgive me. I may change my mind about some stuff. Brooklyn, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Milwaukee, number two. Uh, give me Atlanta, number three. Mm-hmm. So you're actually give rank. Me. You're you're predicting where they're gonna finish. In the standings yes. for the playoffs. Okay. Yes, yes, okay. and I, and like I said, I'm freestyling, so um, I'm literally I'm literally looking at the standings and you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I mean, looking at the teams and trying to go on on it. Uh, so let me let me start up. Brooklyn number one, yep. Milwaukee number two. Give me Atlanta number three. Mm-hmm. Give me Philly number four. Uh, give me. Philly number four, give me da, 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 da. give me give me give me New York number five. Give me New York number five. I'ma respect what they did. Uh give me New York number five. Give me Boston. Give me the Wizards number six. Give me Boston number seven. Give me the Pacers number eight. I mean, uh no, no, somebody gotta come out. Give me Chicago number eight. Hmm. Okay. So let me let me run that down. So Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Milwaukee, Atlanta, Philly, the Knicks, Wizards, Boston, Chicago. Chicago. Yep. Wow. Okay. And matter of fact, okay. and matter of fact, let me swap out the Pacers with. I mean, the Boston, Boston with the Pacers. Boston with the Pacers. Wow. Okay. Okay. No love for the Heat, huh? Oh shit! No love for nah, the heat. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, nah. Hold on. Let me let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. Let like, me bring it back. Let me bring. And you know why? And you know why? Because as I just scrolled down, I didn't see Miami, and now I see Miami. Let me let me run this back. Um, <laughs> give who? Where I put the Knicks at four? I you mean, put the Knicks at four? five. You put them at five. Who would I put at four? You put Philly at four. Give me the. Let me bring. Let me bring all that down. So. Let me, my, Miami got to be four. Give me Miami four. Give okay. me, uh, shit. Give me Miami four. Okay. That Give me driving the Sixers, which is yeah, driving the Sixers to five. Far fetched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Philly at five. Sixers at. I mean, Knicks at six. Uh, mm-hmm. Wizards at seven. And then the uh, 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 Pacers at eight. Did I do that right? Yeah, I think you did right. So you 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 took Boston out of your top eight, basically. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. No, I took I Chicago out of my eight. I took Chicago out of my eight. You took so Chicago now, out of your eight. I gotta take the Pacers out because Chicago's okay. going. I got Chicago's eight. Okay. Okay. And that and that nine ten seed could probably be. I don't. I don't like care about that nine ten seed. Yeah, sure. The Pacers and and the uh, yeah. and the. I was gonna say you uh, cared Celtics. last year. Yeah, but I, I don't intend on being there. You cared last I ain't year. Gonna hold you. I I don't care about it this year because I don't. I don't. I don't think they're gonna be there this year. I think they'll be in the top eight. Um, and you know how I felt about it last year. Sure. I was pessimistic about it, so of course, I, of course, yeah, you were. So I, I've been yeah, so all along they was going to end up in the final eight, even if they right, were nine but, and ten. 
but they really weren't in the final eight. I mean, I get that they were, but they really weren't. That's, no, that's I, the whole. I, I know that. I, but the way that's why the we don't like the whole play in idea. That's why we don't. I know. Like it. I I don't like it. I, I I'm I'm gonna be honest. I don't like it. But when the seeding was finalized last year, and I saw the Wizards in that nine ten spot, I was like, oh, that's the that's the best that's the best team in that seven through ten. They're gonna get in that. They're gonna end up playing somebody in a series, and you wasn't confident that that was gonna happen. I wasn't. So, no shade. No shade of my once, shit. That was once not. that did happen. You predicted an upset. I, I, I peeped the IG story. You predicted an upset over the Sixers. Oh, and, yeah. And I, I like it. I, I, I liked it. I, you know, I ain't trying to, you know, spoil the party or nothing. But, I mean, the, the moment they got in that series, you was you, you was riding high, bro. The, the, the motions changed quickly. All I could do is root for my team, man. Uh-oh. Um. Um, I don't see a lot of change from last year, um, you know, this season um, in terms of the top eight. I think the top eight, um, I think it stays the same with the exception of one team. I'm going to put the Bulls in the top eight this year. I'm going to have them like the eight seed. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to put out, um, I'm going to put Boston out. So, mm-hmm. I guess we're kind of we kind of saying the same thing. I guess. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I probably don't agree with your seating per se sure. of teams, but I, I think we agree our top eight is the same. It's way funner to um, see, bro. I, I ain't gonna hold. It. It's way funner. It's way funner to seed. Okay. I, 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 I won't know. argue with hey I, hey brother I won't argue with you I'm just telling you nah, how I feel because you you you're almost forcing me to see them now and I just don't know if I got the mental capacity to see them at this point. So. Well, you got you got a list. I mean, I, I literally what I'm, I'm telling you what I did. I literally read off. Yeah, read you off looked the at the conference standings, right? I just looked at the standings this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oddly enough, oddly enough, I'll just throw this little caveat in there, even though it means nothing. Mm-hmm. If you look at the Eastern Conference standings right now, the Wizards yeah, the are number Wizards one. Are on top. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'm looking right at it. It's just yeah, yeah. TV or .com or something like that. I, I no know. plug for y'all niggas. Pay me. I know. It's it. it you're tied for first through sixty. <laughs> Just throwing it out there, but um, yeah, yeah. I I I just think it stays the same. I think the Bulls get in there, and I and I think Boston comes out. I, I, you know, all off season I thought Boston was just one of those teams because you know you remember the middle of the season where we were saying how Miami didn't look like themselves, Toronto didn't look like themselves, and the Celtics didn't look like themselves from the previous mm-hmm. year. And I, and I thought that once we kind of got out of this pandemic situation, the bubble and, you know, the season getting back on track, that these teams, with the exception of Toronto, because losing Kyle Lowry, now you're just you're just not even you're, you're just irrelevant at this point, um, right. that Miami would bounce back and Boston would, you know, bounce back, um, you know, be what they were a couple of years ago. Um this is the New York in me at this point. That's why I'm picking the Celtics out 
because le- legitimately I can't leave the Heat out, even though I, yeah. I don't like the Heat. I agree. You know, franchise either. I can't leave them out. I can't leave six, the Sixers out, even though you know, oh, they got their issue Ben Simmons right now. Um, and 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 I can't leave the Knicks out, and I, I can't leave out um, uh, Atlanta. I, I can't leave, I can't leave them out. Hell no. Yeah, you can't leave. You know? Yeah, you can't leave. I can't leave Ice Trey out, even though we killed my team in the playoffs. I, I can't leave him out. So I guess I just gotta, I gotta be biased and Celtics get, get up out of there. Fuck the Celtics. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, Western Conference. Uh, give me in this order. I was just doing it while you was talking. Uh, give me Phoenix, mm-hmm. Clippers. Lakers, Golden State, Portland, Dallas, Utah, Denver. Hmm. Sound like the same eight from last year. Is that the same? The uh, Golden State, the exception to Golden State because they lost the play into Memphis. I think Memphis was the one that ended up playing Utah. In the first I mean, round. please remind me of a reason why any of these other teams would 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 shake any of these other teams out. Then, um, I I think because the conference is that close. I mean, if it was the East, I would understand, but it, it's just too many good teams out west that it's really difficult to, you know, find a drop off between yeah. number eight and number nine. It's it, it's so difficult to find out, but. Um, John Moran, I ain't, I ain't sleeping on that cat. I, I honestly think they're going to get back in the top eight again this year. Even with Clay back? Even with, even with Clay Thompson back. I, I, I think, I think okay. the Warriors will still be right in that top eight. The team for me, um, that I'm going to leave out. Um, and, and, and really, again, this is, this is just difficult to do. Um, Dallas. I, okay. I, that that's that's the one team that I don't feel like got better in the off season. Um, you know, there's the thing with Przingis that's still kind of you know floating out there. Um, I mean, that's a team that looks like it could potentially um, fall short of making the top eight. So I'll take Dallas out. I'll put the Grizzlies in. I, I, John Moran is a beast. No doubt about that. Yeah, no I get Luca is a beast too. I get um, Luca's a beast also. Okay, all right. But, I mean, but, but look, I think because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, and and why I would disagree if if that's the argument. Dallas between Memphis in a offensive driven league. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think Memphis fares better than Dallas in an offense driven league. Like uh, mm-hmm. they are. Memphis is a defensive team. They can score. I'm not taking away the day, but they are by nature. Were they that last year? I, I think. I mean, I don't pretend to have watched a whole bunch of Memphis, but I, but okay. I, I know watching that series. Mm-hmm. I know watching that series. They were against more Utah, on, right? Yeah, they were more mm-hmm. on trying to stop than like they. They are a defensive team. They're not a, 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 a quote unquote high scoring team. Okay. Yeah, I I don't want to. I think I when it comes to... down to it, mm-hmm. I think when it comes down to it, if you put if you put uh, Memphis's best defender 
against Luca, uh, Luca gonna gonna get the better. Not because yeah, you could pick Dylan Brooks, whoever you want to pick. Um, I, I, I he's you. gonna get the better. He's gonna get the calls. Um, in this offensive driven league, he's gonna get the calls, and because he's a star, he's like mm-hmm. the next guy they're trying to raise. Um, yeah. yeah, he's gonna get the calls. I I would definitely take Dallas over Memphis for that reason. Yeah, I I don't pretend to lot, watch a lot of Memphis Grizzly ball games either from last year. But I see a lot of highlights of John Me being the man, but I don't. But you don't see many highlights of the other cats. In fact, um, I'd be hard pressed and be able to name more than two or three players on that team. Sure, but I think that team, given what I've seen of them last year, I think that's a deeper team than Dallas is. Because um, when you, I mean, because when you really think about it. Jaron Jackson Jr., you know, before he got hurt, you know, he was balling last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks can be a pest defensively, but he's shown you that he can, you know, he can, you know, play a little bit of offense. Um, yeah, he a dog. He, he a dog. Yeah. He, he, but he ain't he's a... shown you that he can do that. But I don't think he one of those, like, skilled, skilled dogs. Like, skilled. he'll go. Yeah, I ain't gonna say, and I, and I don't mean skill like he don't have skills. I mean mm-hmm. like he's not superior, and like he's not a superior shooter. He's not, yeah. a, you know, he's not superior at one at one thing that he could take that dog mentality and just go in. Like I don't see Dylan Brooks scoring forty nowhere. You get what I'm saying? Oh, of course, of course not, of course not. Um, but I, so I, I guess my thing is is this because we know Luca can drop forty. We know that. Um, John Morant can drop 40. Um, and then when you and then when you talk about secondary scores on both sides, I mean, who who on either side do you trust as a secondary scorer? Tim I don't Hardaway. know about you, but uh Tim Hardaway. Mm-hmm. Uh okay. I mean he can be more than I trust Dylan but, Brooks. More than I trust Dylan Brooks. Huh? More than I trust yeah. Dylan Brooks. Okay. I, well, if, if okay, I'll agree with you for Tim Hardaway because of the experience and stuff. But I think Jaron Jackson and I think Dylan Brooks. I think one of those two guys. I think are better secondary guys that can get you buckets over anybody on Dallas. I hear you. I do hear you, and and, and I don't have a. I don't have a a a rebuttal I was you know a logical rebuttal I just don't feel that way no sure no I I I, yeah. I understand bro I mean he I mean damn Morant dropped 37 the other night Morant is that Morant Morant He's, is is a star yeah but we talking about but we talking about but but the conversation is different when you're talking about Luca we talking about Luca being possibly the one of the top five best players in the league not possibly he's one you. of the best yeah, yeah, just the conversation is different. And with respect to John Morant, the conversation yeah. is different. But it but it got them the sixth seed in the Western Conference. It, as great as Luca is, it only got them the sixth seed. With well, the I mean the they same conversation. Well, the same conversation could be made for the Memphis Grizzlies. As good Absolutely. as John Morant is, yeah. Absolutely. So I mean, so I I I mean, I think that con- I think that that mm-hmm. argument kind of cancels out the conversation because as good as John Morant is, he had to mm-hmm. he had to do he wasn't even the eighth seed. He had to play in to get it. Of course. So, I mean, and, and, and I think know. to the point of what you just said there, I think that's why it's so difficult to 
pick eight out of that Western Conference because it's so close and because you can say the same thing about Dallas that you can say about the Grizzlies. It's 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 really like that close. I hear you. So I hear you. I I I, I think like I said, I think with with Clay being back, um, <laughs> it's for the oh no question the, big dogs. the, the Warriors it's is for in the it. big I'm, dogs. I'm just saying it's for the big dogs. I'm not I mean, even the, the only team, out. The only team, the only team that, the only team on this, uh, on this Western Conference that that don't got a big. Oh no, I'm lying. Everybody on here got a big dog. Every every Western Conference team that that I got, and that's not to say John ja Morant ain't a big dog. Eight? Yeah, okay. that's, and that's not to say John ja Morant ain't a big dog. I'm just saying that, like, even if you talk about Utah. As good as I, as good as Ja Morant is, if you asking me to pick between Ja and Donovan Mitchell right now, I'm picking Donovan, picking Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Um, picking Donovan if you Mitchell. if you go now, the the conversation might get a little more interesting if you are talking about Denver, but then Denver got Jamal Murray and Jokic. So right. you know, right. yeah. uh, if you're talking about Portland, you're obviously taking Dame over Ja Morant. Um, we yep. ain't got to talk about Phoenix, the Lakers, and the Clippers. We already know what that is. So of course, like, of course. Yeah. If we're if we're just ranking players, then of course, John Moran is probably like eight or nine, ten in that conference. Yeah. If we're if we're just ranking yeah. the players, no question about it. But we ranking teams, bro. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes when you ranking players and you trying to predict the playoff field, being the best player, it, it don't matter. Most of the time, so, it don't matter. The only team, the only team you think Memphis got smoked for is Dallas. You don't think that team wise, um, Memphis couldn't go go with Portland. Um, with Portland, yeah, I, I think they could. Um, with the roster that Portland has right now, right, I think they can go toe for toe with Portland. Okay, I I, I just I it, I, mm-hmm. I asked because you because you took Dallas out. I, I mm-hmm. think for the same reason that you took Dallas out, you could take Portland out. So it was just a thought. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, no, I, I I would agree with that. Like if somebody said I'm leaving Portland out of my top eight, I wouldn't have no argument over that. Especially if mm-hmm. you said we're gonna pick the Grizzlies to be in the top eight over Portland, I wouldn't have no um, argument over it. Okay, um, I would I would disagree because my list is different. But yeah, um, yeah. certainly you can make a case for that. For, for certain, All right. um, did aside from the Wizards game, have you watched any other games the past couple of days since nope. the season started? Nope. Just the Wizards game. Nope. I just watched okay. the Wizards in Toronto. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm with you. Um, especially considering that was preseason. I, I, I yeah, about to say I wasn't interested in no preseason game. That was a preseason game. No, not the Toronto game. I'm talking about the games before oh, that. Oh, okay. Like oh, we played okay. the Knicks okay. twice. Like we played the Knicks twice. I didn't watch it in a preseason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that that's why I referenced it a couple of days because I know the season started Tuesday. And yeah, I think everybody at this point has played one game, with the exception of a couple of teams that's going. Like right the Clippers now. didn't play yet. The Clippers didn't play yet. The Heat opens up tonight. I think tonight, against Milwaukee. Yeah. So yeah, you had a couple of teams that didn't play yet that are playing tonight. But um, I had a chance to watch the Knicks and the Celtics last night. And um, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. It was we was up by eleven with like three minutes left. I just kind of cut the game off because I had to go do some other stuff. And then I come back to the TV, change the channel to check out some highlights, and it was like, "Welcome to overtime." I was like, 
what? <laughs> like, like, what the hell happened? And, you know, I ended up watching overtime and the double T and, you know, we, we, we got the win over the Celtics. So um, I got to tell you, man, Obi Toppin got some minutes last night, 28 minutes. Man, that dude, that dude brings energy to the team, bro. Like he was looking like he looked really good last night. Um, I don't have to mention Julius Randle. He, you know, he does what he normally does, you know, based off his, you know, season last year. Um, Evan Fournier dropped 32 points last night also. And, uh, you know, he, he looked really good shooting the basketball as well. Um, Kemba Walker was okay. He wasn't spectacular. Um, still got the shimmy and all that, but, um, but yeah, man, um, I'm I'm going to make an effort to watch every Nick game this season. I don't care much about the other games. Like, I know there's games on right now. Uh, if I don't watch them, I'll watch them. But I'm going to make a conscious effort, even during football season, to watch every Nick game. Won't be me. You're, so you're not going to watch every that Wizards game? Look, I, huh? no, no, no. No, oh, I... All right. Yeah. No. Okay. Just no. You know my motto, dog. I, I, ain't, I ain't really, I ain't locked in till after the Super Bowl, bro. Uh, sometimes and sometimes it and, and it really depend on depend on what's going on. I might not be locked in after that, but I, I know. But I was say, normally, I, yeah, normally by February I try to lock in. But yeah, I was gonna say because I wouldn't. For me personally, I wouldn't use the Super Bowl as like the. The turning point to it is for me basketball. No, it's not I, that I, I understand. It's not, I'm just talking about locking in. It's not to say I'm not going to watch any basketball until February. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about locking right. in. Like right. right, you can't really, you can't really ask me to go in depth about uh, basketball until about February. Mm-hmm. No, I, I hear you. I just, I guess for me, I get tired of the narrative, and it's not you. I'm just saying sure. in general, there's this narrative that, oh, I'm not focused on basketball until, you know, it's still football season. And I'm like, there's not a football game on every day during the week. There's basketball games on almost every day. So yeah, but, even, yeah, if, but even when your team is, isn't playing, what's that? Sure. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, is that, um, and forgive me, forgive me, because we're on a sports podcast, and I'm forced to kind of be honest about sports. Um, I be doing other shit, bro. <laughs> I, we all do. My TV, we all do. my TV, yeah. my TV is not on that often. Like, you know, if I'm being honest, my TV is just yeah. not on that often. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't pretend. Maybe, maybe, like, you know, what I've been trying to do the past couple of weeks, not to keep stretching the show. Um, yeah. I've made it my business the past couple of weeks to cut on college football. Now, be on mute, but it be on. Mm. Um, I, be honest, I haven't bro, gained. I, I am not into college football this year for some whatever reason it is. I am not. I'm never into, into it. it. I'm never into it. I'm never into it. I just was the like, only, you know what? The only I just was like, I you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and do that. I'm going to just go ahead and cut it on. Mm-hmm. And see if I just happen to catch something, that, you know, while I'm going about my day. See if I catch yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, bro, I, I'll be honest. I'm gonna hold you. The one, the one game that I was like, okay, I want to sit and watch was when Maryland played Iowa 
uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they got yeah, their ass beat. Yeah. yeah, and then we got that smacked was the Ohio only game State I was the next like, week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. So that was the only game I was like, hmm, let me turn this game on. I want to watch this because it was a lot of hype, you know, surrounding this game in the area. So I was like, and we was undefeated at that time. At the ass beat. At that time, four no, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So, but um, but man, if if you ain't got nothing else, man, um, I'm ready to get up and on out of here. And uh, I don't know. I don't need a kid to watch this game for real. I'm really playing that's important tonight. Yeah, Baker, Baker ain't playing. Chubb ain't playing. Kareem Hunt ain't playing. O- it, uh, Odell Beckham ain't playing. It's almost as if the Broncos had better win this football game. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't pretend to have. I, I mean, I, I, I might, I, I might mute it. I might mute it. I don't know. I might mute yeah, it. I, I might, I might turn it on a little bit. See what's going on. But we'll, we'll see. There's other stuff I could watch tonight. Uh, right. See, I need. I gotta get into Squid Games, man. Oh, nah, yeah, it wasn't that important. I gotta get into oh. the Squid Game thing on Netflix that everybody be talking about. Oh, I ain't getting uh, Mo Cheese, what up, man? Uh, glad you're back home and all that, stuff, man. Uh, shout out to Mo Cheese in the Facebook Live chat. Appreciate you yes, jo- joining us, homie. Uh, appreciate everybody else. Uh, shout out to the Facebook Live chat. Shout out to everybody that's on uh, YouTube checking us out. Uh, make sure you continue to follow those platforms. Also, check us out on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. Also on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, and if you got any questions or comments about the show, just hit us up on the email at barbershopsporttalk1 at g.com. So uh, that's it for the show. Maestro, has been real. We do this yes, again next week. Uh, more football and more sports to talk about. So uh, y'all have a safe night. We'll be back next week. Peace. One love.